Oh, what a beautiful day it is to be in the land of the living. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe on him shall have everlasting life. And I'm so glad that the book of Matthew said not just everlasting life, because even in that point in time, the disciples begin to ask them, well, Lord, what shall we receive? We done left all to follow you. And so Jesus had to give them a promise even for this time now. He said, you shall receive a hundredfold return. You didn't just leave all because of not. You didn't leave, leave all because of me. You left all because I, you know that there's something greater Something greater than this life now. Who doesn't want, who want to argue with the reward of everlasting life? Everyone wants everlasting life. I hope so. But he said, in this time now, you shall receive a hundredfold. So I bless God for the hundredfold return. And I even bless him that he began to tell us in the book of Proverbs. He said, when the thief has been found out. He has to restore sevenfold. So I thank God for every one of my foes coming back unto me. Not F-O-E-S, but F-O-L-D-S, foes. He said, because in this time now, some are going to receive 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. I can't speak for what your foe may be, but I know that a greater works, he said, I shall do. So if I'm standing in the vineyard and I'm standing on the mountaintop and I'm standing guard and doing as he had told me to do, not just being hearers only, but doers of his word, I know that the blessings of the Lord is coming and coming mighty soon. He began to tell me, even in the last season of my life, he began to say, you know, you, you're going to receive recompense. Recompense, And we know recompense is the reward of God giving somebody of accomplishment or giving somebody of something that's of, of theirs that they earned. Not given, but earned. But even now I hear unspeakable recompense. Unspeakable recompense. Knowing that God's hand is not short. That he won't give unto us as he already declared. We are in a season of an open heaven. And it's not just a cliche. But we are in a season of an open heaven. And I'm so glad that we are in a season of an open heaven. But let me also remind you that even in this open heaven. The enemy is standing there making sure that you don't receive the blessings of the Lord. He's wanting you to get weary. He wants you to faint. He wants you to give up. He wants you to quit. He wants you to be so overwhelmed that you don't even want to even continue to reach for what you know is already yours. But I decree and declare to you today that you need to fight for what is yours. Don't you stop until you receive everything God has promised you. God said the promise of him is yes and amen. He already said yes. All he wants you to do is say amen. And when we look at that word amen, take the two words out in the middle. Me, God is me standing in the need of prayer. It's me standing with the promises of you. Yes and amen. I take you at your word. 
It's me, God. I take you at your word. I trust your word. I honor your word. I honor the scriptures that you spoke about your word. That I can receive all that is given to me. He said, ask and it shall be given. Seek, you shall find. Knock, the door shall be opened. And if you look at every three, every one of those words, ask, seek, and knock, it still lines up to asking. Are you asking God what's yours? Are you seeking God for what's yours? Are you knocking for what's yours? The Bible also said we have not because we ask not. We have not because we ask not. Have you asked God to release what belongs to you? Sometimes we walk around in this modane, modane life and we walk around as if God's going to allow it to happen. No, you have to fight for it. Even in New Testament, I think it's in the book of Timothy. He said, you got to rage war. You got to rage war for that. that that's it's been coming at you and trying to stop your promise. Stop trying. He said, even down to the place of, of prophetic words that were spoken over you. You got to now fight for those words that were spoken against for you. Now seem like they're coming against you. You have to fight. Some of us don't know how to fight. We done gave up so many times. We already have a quitting mentality. And the last time I read and last time I saw and last time that I comprehended, it said that we are more than conquerors through him that love us. So who gave you the right to quit? Who gave you the right to sit on the sideline? Who gave you the right? To say I'm done. All things work together for the good. Of them that love God. And called according to his purpose. All things. Not some things. Not a few things. But all things. I want to read something to you guys. And thank you for tuning in to Mental and Love Notes 101. And whether you're tuning in from the podcast. Or tuning in from the YouTube channel. Thank you. This is Mental and Love Notes 101 with your girl, Prophetess C.O. Suss. This is what I want to read that begin to, as I begin to just seek God's face on this morning and to begin to hear what the voice of the Lord was saying. And he took me to the book of 2 Chronicles 26 verse, 26 chapter, excuse me, 2 Chronicles 26 chapter around the fourth verse. It says this, and it was talking about Uzziah reign in Judah. It said he did. Isaiah, Isaiah, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amzai had done. Five say he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding of the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. God is going to allow us to be prosperous, whatever we set our hands to do when we are seeking him and getting instructions from him and getting approval for him. And God will bless it every time. There are times that God won't bless stuff and stuff has not come to fruition because we are trying to do it our way rather than his way. We want us. We want our approval to be on it rather than God's approval. But he already told Isaiah. Who did what was right in the sight of the Lord. According to what he had already seen his father do. And he sought God. 
he sought God who had an understanding, even Zechariah, who had an understanding in the visions. Whatever visions, whatever dreams, whatever uh, open visions, closed vision, it doesn't matter. Whatever vision you have of God, because all of them of God, I used to say, and I had to go back and and repent for what I used to say, because I realized it's all dreams and comes from God because the Bible and Daniel said all interpretations come from God. So if all interpretations come from God, that means all dreams come from God. And only time that in the end, we used to say the enemy sent that dream to me. No, the enemy just showed you some of your soulish ways or some of your soulish things that you were going to do that you were going to put in action. So that dream that you have of sexual promiscuity, that was because it was something that was already in your soul. The enemy can try to distort what you see. And then we have to even understand this. Was it distorted by the enemy or was God distorting it because you're not on that level anymore? A lot of times we give the enemy too much credit. See God in the interpretation of the dream. See God what is in me. Is anything soulish desires that's in me that I need to remove? Seek God. Is anything in my mind, God, that's not is, is infiltrating my mind that's not of you? Seek God. What's in your heart? Because whatever's in your heart, your mouth's going to speak. Whatever's in your heart, sometimes your mind's going to read. And then you understand that that's how that dream came about. What's in your heart? What's in your mind? What's in your soul? The Holy Spirit is the greater interpreter. Holy Spirit will let you know when and how and why it was even done. Uh, Sometimes the Holy Spirit will show you something that's going to happen before it does happen to warn you, but we fall into the trap anyway. Hello, somebody. As long as he sought the Lord... God made him prosper. Whether that was in his fighting, whether that was in his praying, whether that was in his fasting, whether that was in his army and tools, whatever it was to defeat the enemy, God said, long as you come to me, long as you bring it to me, I'm going to allow you to prosper. And this is what I wanted to let get to. And doing good, never let your pride be lifted up. And doing good, never let your pride be lifted up. Because even though Uzziah was reigning in Judah, and even though Uzziah was doing all the things according to the Lord, and Uzziah at that time was 16 when he began to reign as king, he was doing everything as the Lord because he was taught to do those things of the Lord. He was taught to always be mindful of the Lord. He was taught always to bring things unto God, get his approval to and say God made him to prosper in all things. But but verse 8 uh 14. But, but verse and in the midst of verse 16, it says, this is a penalty for Isaiah's pride. Remember what I just said, in doing good, never let your pride be lifted up. Isaiah hadn't got so strong 
and he became strong because of all the, the victories that he was winning and all the things that he was doing, his fame began to spread and wide, far and wide, the Bible said, for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. People was helping him until he became strong. People was doing it because he knew they knew that he was a man of God. They knew that he was a man who seek God's faith and he became strong in all the things that he done. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction for he transgressed against the Lord his God. How did he transgress? He transgressed against the Lord God but by entering into the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. See, it's one thing for you to be in the face of God and you reign as king and knowing that that is your job and that's your title to reign as king. But when God didn't appoint you and he didn't anoint you to walk into his temple to burn incense, you are doing things. That's why the Bible says he transgressed against the Lord. His God. By entering into the temple of God to burn incense on the altar of incense. So it was Azariah. The priest who went in after him and with him with 80 priests of the Lord, valiant men. And they withstood King Uzziah and they said to him, it is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priest. So you have to know your call. You have to know your understanding. You have to know your assignment. And I won't say that like the cliche of the world, stay in your lane. No, because there are times that even in those lanes, God said, I can call someone to have a head on collision and you won't have no other choice but to go left or to go right. But when you're doing according to God, God said, I will move you in the forefront. I will move you in the back. So it doesn't even matter if that's your lane or not. We have to learn to do what according to God's will and what God had assigned our hands to do. He said, it's not for you to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priest, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated. See, that's the problem with a lot of people. They have gifts, but they're not consecrated. They have a lot of uh, talents, but they're not consecrated. They have a lot of assignments, but they're not consecrated. You have a lot of things that you're reigning in, but you're not consecrated. These sons, these priests was consecrated to burn incense. And they begin to tell Azar, get out of the temple, get out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed, you have trans- trespassed, you're basically trespassing, you're trespassing and going to a place, a realm that God didn't tell you to go in, you're trespassing and doing something that God didn't call you to do, you're trespassing. I call you to be a king, I call you to reign, I didn't call you to burn incense, that's for the priests. You're trespassing. And they begin to say, you shall have no honor from the Lord God. God made you prosper in the things that you brought him and brought to him. But you didn't even ask God whether it was right for you to go into that temple and burn incense. You did that upon your own merit. And God said, you basically disgraced him. You were dishonored. He said, you you will receive no honor from the Lord because you're doing this on your own merits. Then Uzziah, Uzziah became furious because they began to check him. Uzziah came furious because they began to rebuke him. Uzziah came furious 
And even though he had a censor in his hand to burn incense, he was going to do what he wanted to do anyway. You can't tell me. Oh, my God. You know how many people we have in this earth realm that want to tell you, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what how to do it. You can. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know. But you causing yourself damnation onto your own soul. And doing good. Never let your pride be lifted up. Isaiah's pride was lifted up. And even while he had that censer in his hand to burn incense, he was going to do it anyway. And while he was angry with the priest, you angry with the priest who's correcting you. You angry with the priest who's restructuring you and redirecting you. You angry with the priest. The Bible said leprosy broke out on his forehead. Leprosy that the ones that come. Ah, talk, God. Mm, God, I thank you, Jesus. The same ones who are correcting you and the same one who is showing you you. He said they're going to be the same ones. Who's going to see the leprosy? They're going to be the same one to see something broke out on you to know it's the hand of God. It said leprosy broke out on his forehead before the priest in the house of the Lord. Beside the incense altar. And Azara, the chief priest and all the priests looked at him. And there on his forehead, he was leprosy. So they thrust him out of that place. Because now you are contaminated. Because now you are contaminated. Because now you are having, you have something that everybody else, it contagious. Everybody else can get it. Because of your own foolishness. Because of your own hard-headedness. Because of your own pride. So they thrust him out of the place. And indeed, the Bible says he also hurried to get out because the Lord has struck him. The Lord has struck him. He knew it was the hand of God. And God did not change it for that king. And the Bible said in verse 21, said King Uzziah was a leopard until the day of his death. He dwelt in an isolated house because he was a leopard for he was cut off from the house of the Lord. You don't have to be cut off, but it, it is to a point that you must repent. But if you don't repent, you will be cut off. Because what you try to contaminate everybody else with, God said, I don't put it in you. To remove you from the house. For you won't cause any contagious incidents for anybody else. Cut off from the house of the Lord. And when he died. He rested with his father. buried, Buried with them. And it had on his stone. He is a leopard. And doing good, never let your pride be lifted up. As long as Isaiah brought things in a, to God, whether it was visions or dreams, brought things to God and sought the Lord, God made him prosper. But when he thought he was above God, when he thought that he could do anything in the house of the Lord, When he thought that he could say anything in the house of the Lord, God began to show him him. That so much so he struck him with leprosy. He struck him 
with isolation. He struck him. So much so that he had to get out of the house of the Lord. And the same ones who continue to tell you about you and you refuse to listen. It's going to be the same one to see God's hand discipline you in the house of the Lord. Don't let your pride overtake you. That now God said you are trespassing in his house. Don't be your own hindrance in the move of God. Don't allow your heart to be so stubborn, callous, rebellious, that you don't hear God. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Stay in a repentant state. Because oftentimes, we don't think we did anything wrong, but stay in a repentant state. Repent even if you feel like you haven't done anything wrong, but stay in the right posture with God. So when God called you to do a certain thing, he know that he can use you in whatever capacity. But make sure it's your assignment. Repentance is a gift from God. Utilize it. I never want to be in a place that God kicks me out and cut me out of entering into his sanctuary because I refuse to listen. But in this season and in this time, for those who refuse to listen, God is removing them from his sanctuary. He's removing them from his holy tabernacle. He is removing them from his sacred place. Don't let that be you. Because even as they begin to say about King Uzziah. He said that he dwelt in an isolated house. He was cut off from the house of the Lord. He was removed from his kingdomship. Because he refused to listen. He refused to obey. That's why the Bible began to say, if you be willing and obedient, not just obedient, but willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I don't know about you, but I want to dwell in the good land with flowing with milk and honey. Because that is the promise of the Lord. This is your girl, Prophet C.L. Suggs. I pray much blessing be upon you, your family, wherever you may be around the globe. Continue to seek God's face. Continue to repent. And continue to stay in the right posture. Because that is what God is looking for in this last and evil days. Much love.